Welcome back to the Seattle Sports Union Podcast. We're doing a special Saturday episode because why? Well, because we have our friend, our buddy, our handsome fellow who chooses to wear clothes when it is deemed necessary and only necessary. One, <laughs> Rob, the SoCal Seahawk English. And again, back with me are, of course, of course the angry and, uh, you know, just minerally deficient Oregon Duck, Matthew Page, and... Brian, the Soul Man, Solak. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Seattle Sports Union podcast. I can't, I can't help but feel like that was kind of like a, you know, like a sideways kind of backstabbing kind of thing. Like it was, you know, like yeah, we're, we're here on Saturday because this guy couldn't, you know, make time for us. And uh, but he's here. We like him. We love him. But, but he might be wearing clothes. And he might be wearing clothes and might not, you know, for that matter. <laughs> there are so many reasons to pick on you, Rob English. And uh, here's one of uh, them. Uh, Rashad Penny, the savior oh, of the Seahawks. You claim. Dive right in, aren't we? Yes. No, our, our, our SoCal Seahawk expert at all things blue and green and silver, Rob English, SoCal Seahawk, told us Rashad Penny, the savior of the Seattle Seahawks, was going to come in and change our lives he was going to do something special and i i I believed him and what happened two weeks ago matthew page called you out on facebook (sighs) listen (laughs) wait is the problem is the problem that he got so bad that even matthew page called you out or or is it no it's the fact that he's not wearing pants right now is a big problem um, Hold up. Let, let, let me tell you, the, 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 pan, the pants has nothing to do with it. All right. Listen, the, even, uh, the, the, pants? there's a, there's a saying that even the, even the dog's butt gets some sunshine in a while. Oh, every once in a while. Okay. Like he got, he there's got a, one right on me. Wait, there's a saying right on me. that's a saying. That's a saying. Even even the dog's ass gets a little bit of sunshine every once in a while, right? Like that, that, that's the, he, you guys got me on one. You guys got me on one thing. I was absolutely 110% that Rashad Penny was going to be a focal point of the Seattle offense moving forward, and I was 110% wrong. And I, and, and I will I'll, I'll come to you guys and I'll admit it. I was wrong. I, I was wow. wrong on this. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, my hands are together. I'm saying I, I, I was wrong. Gentlemen, Abraham, I was are you wrong. Are recording this? Uh, it, is being, it is being recorded. Uh-oh. And what is your rebuttal yeah, this is be on the internet? What is on the internet? So I will never be able to live this down. I'll never be able to live this down. I was I'm admitting that I was wrong because in in all of my excellence that I that I that I, that I claim to have, right? When it comes to the Seahawks and and various other things, right? I I I I thought I for sure I was right on this, and and this would be one that I was wrong on. And but let, but let me tell you this. Oh, I'm gonna I before I lay myself all the way on the ground for you guys to walk over prostate i'm i'm going to say this hold out just one little bit of space for the possibility that rashad penny ends up being amon green and when he does i'm going to get back on this show and i'm going to give you all the ninth degree okay i'm going to give you all of it i'm going to give you everything (laughs) i have to say if he goes to some other some other franchise and rules the world, I'm going to be pissed off, and I'm going to give you all of everything I got. I want you guys to know this. I do want to see that, uh, Brian. So, like, you're Catholic, so you have to forgive him. But do you forgive him? <laughs> okay. 
Do you forgive him? I, yeah. I, I gotta forgive him. <laughs> I, Matt, Matthew Page. But, but you want to. Matthew you Page. Okay. You, yeah. I wouldn't even call you an atheist. I would say that God's an atheist against you because he doesn't believe in you. Do you <laughs> believe, do, do you forgive Rob Page for his indiscretions? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, sure, you know. You know, he's got, the guy's been right, like, I don't know, what's this now, 98% of the time? So I guess, you know, 2% of the time, he's allowed to be wrong. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be kind. Okay. Well, I the, appreciate, I appreciate that. The correct answer, the correct answer is, uh, no, Rob, you are not <laughs> off the hook. You got me excited last, <laughs> last fall. You got me excited. I thought this is, you know, I thought I had that come to Jesus moment that the clouds parted and, you know, down came that spaceship that was going to take me to Alpha Centauri. But no, it was not a spaceship. It was just a weather balloon. You fooled me, and I fell into your conspiracy. And uh, I don't think he's going to another team and going to be anything special. So, like, do you see a scenario where Rashad Penny uh, can be saved by a different team with a different scheme? I do. I, do. Uh, I, I look. I, I do. No, we know I, you do. I was asking Solak. Oh, I'm sorry. I honestly have lost faith in Penny. I, I'll admit it. I don't. I know he's going to be our backup running back this year, but I, I w- wanted to ask Rob. I mean, what his opinion was on that? Actually, uh, if he can have a turnaround season this year, do you think uh, Hawks probably won't offer him another contract? But you think he'll go somewhere else and you know get a decent deal somewhere? I really do. I really do. I, I look I look at the, the the very even though even though they were few, the flashes of light that Rashad Penny had in a blue and green jersey, they those flashes were very bright. And every single time we had them, the, those every time the, those flashes came about, we were like, Oh, Rashad Penny. Like, yes, this is the guy. This is why we drafted him. This is this is Rashad Penny. This is yada, yada, yada. This is why we wasted a first-round draft pick on this guy. Yada, yada, yada. We said all these things, and then every time it happened, we didn't have to recoil. We didn't have to pull back. We didn't have to do whatever because he had this flash, and then there was this 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 big, you know, space of nothing afterwards. So, so- I'm saying that he has the potential and I, I liken it back to Amon Green. Again, back in, what was that, 90? What year was Amon Green, the, the year he left to go to Green Bay? Was that 98, 99, something like that? Uh, was he... A little earlier. He was... No, he was a homegrown guy, wasn't he? He was a homegrown guy. So it yeah. had to be... It had to be, nine, had to be 98, 99, had to be 90s, like yeah. That. Okay. yeah. Because yeah. homegrown yeah. came to the yeah. Seahawks after that. Well, I, I, I have a question. So what, was one of those flashes of greatness... Was that the seven-yard rush that he had uh, uh, as his longest carry during 2020? Uh, all those 11 attempts that he had for 34 yards. Um, I think one that, of his one of his flashes. I think one of the flashes of greatness was the one where he went all the way right, then reverse field, went all the way left, and then reverse field and went back to the right again, and, and went for like 30 something or 40 something yards, and that might have been a touchdown. I'm not for sure, but it was a big run where he reversed field. And, and that was one of the ones where we were like, okay, Rashad Penny, 
I think he went all the way right and then all the way left. And 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 it was so, it was something like that. It was like, okay, this guy has the ability to ch- to to just to reverse field and change the dynamic of the play literally at, in the moment. And 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 it it might have been a couple of years ago, but it was it was it was a play like that 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 was like, okay, this is why this guy is still on the roster despite his injuries, despite whatever. Um, you know, I, it, it was one of those type of plays. And, you know, I feel like Amon Green was the same thing. Amon Green's problem was that he, he fumbled the ball. He was a fumbler. He, he couldn't hold on to the football. But if you ran Amon Green on a sweep outside outside of the tackles, Amon Green was huge. He would he would drag that drag that defense long ways, you know, uh, 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 across across the field. And when he made his cut, he would take off. Now, a couple of times out of, out of too many, he would fumble the football. It was a big deal. But he went to Green Bay. They figured out how to show him show how to hold on to the football. And he led the league in rushing the next year after he left the Seahawks. That was a huge – I don't think anyone here deal. is disagreeing that we would all love to have Amon Green when he was like 25 <laughs> years old. I mean, hey, I'm just I'm saying <laughs> – you're right. I'm just saying that we, we that, it, that, that happened to us once already. We have a guy who, who, was, who was the best running back in the country in the NCAA. He was the best running back in the country. There's no argument there. So he comes to the NFL, has a little bit of trouble. Okay, now, now he's no longer with the team. If he goes somewhere else and blows the league out of the water, that's going to be the second time that happened to us. That's all I'm saying. Well, we so, also have another player who, that, who did the same thing. When, uh, Alex Collins, he's back. He went to the... The Ravens, the first time we cut him, and he was amazing for them for an entire, like, at least most of the season, wasn't he? This is true, but he was only amazing for the Ravens. He wasn't amazing for the NFL. Yeah. He, he did really good for the Ravens, but he wasn't he wasn't a league-leading rusher. He didn't lead the oh. NFL in rushing yards. He was just good for the Ravens. Mm. So yeah, or, or uh, he could be Derek Fenner, and you never heard of the guy ever again after he left the Seahawks. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. Or John L. Williams, or how many other Seattle running backs outside of Chris Warren? Well, know? hang on, John. I, yeah, John L. Williams. I'm. I will not have you besmirch the name of the greatest fullback no, in Seattle history. Never, never. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I. If I have a son, he might have a good chance of being named John L. Williams. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that John L. Williams didn't. His his name was only as great as it was in a Seattle Seahawks uniform. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, um, <laughs> Penny never great in the Seattle uniform. Let's move on. Reportedly, I, Russell I, I Wilson. I just want to say I'm glad. Well, one last thing. Sorry, I, I just want to say I'm glad we're not we're not sitting with the sunk cost fallacy and going. Okay, we got to go for a fifth year on this guy. We're you know we're going we're we're, we're willing to cut bait with him this year if he if it doesn't pan out. I, I'm glad to see the organization doing that. And that's I don't know if we cut that. bait. It's more like we threw chum out in the water but the (laughs) (laughs) but uh reportedly russell wilson wants three things he wants an offensive lineman or several offensive linemen a new offensive lineman or offensive philosophy and greater say in team matters guys i think he got two out of the three solak what do you think about this new offensive philosophy coming in i i'm excited to see what happens and I mean, we we got one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and and he, I think he's going to adapt and learn real fast. And I think we're, I think the offense is going to be fun to watch this year as long as we can stay healthy. I mean, 
obviously we didn't get any new, really new offensive linemen except for the LA Raider guy who's going to play guard. So we'll see if the offensive linemen can rise to the occasion. But I do like the philosophy. I'm I'm on board. Matt, you're Wait, big. We got an LA Raiders guy. Did we do? Do we dust? Do we do we like get a guy who? Sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Sorry, what do we have? Las some eighty-seven-year-old <laughs> offensive lineman from the Las yeah. Vegas Raiders or Los Angeles Raiders? Yeah, Gene Upshaw. There we go, <laughs> Matt. Matt, you you're big on this offensive coordinator from the uh, from the Rams. What do you know about him? Big? I, I wouldn't say big. I I do like that he's willing to run uh, a better passing program, one that actually has, believe it or not, screen passes. I know that's, that's something that's that hasn't existed in Seattle in years. We'll see how the, the real the real test, in my opinion, is will Pete just let them run the offense because he brought over his protege with him and and they're they're gonna you know they're 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 talking with Russ and they're they're working together on it and and it'll be interesting to see what the changes are and how more wide open passing this this offense. Will Wait, be. which which protege? Um, so you got they, Shane Waldron is who we're talking about. Yeah, but he brought over, uh, Oh, Dickerson Dickerson Dickerson, the, the run that game guy. Like, yeah. He's like, well, they have, they have all these, like, there's like back in my day, back in my <laughs> day, the old man page for a moment. Uh, there used to be the, uh, the, the head coach, the offensive coordinator and, and the defensive coordinator and maybe like position coaches. And that was it. Now they have like, the passing game coordinator, yeah. and the run game coordinator, and the water boy just for the running backs, and you know, I mean, it's it, it gets gets a little ridiculous. But he he, uh, he brought some uh, uh, some brains with him as well, and and it'll be interesting to see how much more wide open passing game we have. We obviously have the receivers to do it, and I have some severe doubts about our the health of our receiver or running backs. And if they'll let some of these undrafted free agent running backs actually into the mix, I, I don't know. We'll see. The, the, the two guys they got are in, very definitely interesting, and I'm not really excited about anyone else on the roster other than Carson. But, okay, uh, so my, my I got – They'll go more passing heavy, hopefully. So, Calciak, I basically <laughs> got two tepid responses from Soul Man and Matt Page. <laughs> I, can I please get either a thumbs up or thumbs down from you because you saw a lot of the L.A. Rams – um, what did you think of Shane Waldron and his, uh, his lackey, Andy Dickerson? Um, I'm going to get tepid response number three, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Tepid at best. Um, jury's out. Jury's out. I, to, to be completely honest with you, I, I, I didn't give enough attention to it to really, to really give you a real critical response on it. So, it's like this season is going to be really where I'm, where I'm really paying real attention to it. Okay. So, well, tell, yeah, tell, I, I can't tell me ahead. what you think then about the offensive lineman, because we just picked up a guy from the Vegas Raiders. Gabe, well, okay. Gabe Jackson. So, so when I, when I think of the offensive line, I'm thinking about what I've seen most recently this week. And I don't know if you guys saw this and I hope I'm not jumping the gun, but I saw a, a report that Pete Carroll actually said that Russell Wilson has some, some, um, uh, some, some relationships to mend with the offensive line, and and I'm like, Ooh. wait a minute, is that really true? Because you know the, the whole the whole beef with Russell Wilson saying that he had 
issue with the offensive line and everything like that. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I thought that whole thing was really a whole kind of a farce at best. Um, Russell Wilson was saying, hey, you know what? We need work to, 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 you know, on the offensive line to, to make sure that we have time in the pocket to do whatever we got to do. But did I really believe that the offensive line um, took, might, might have taken personal Russell Wilson's statements um, uh, you know, about the, 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 the state of, of, of the offensive with, with that respect. I didn't really believe that was the case, but then apparently Pete Carroll said something that, you know, kind of opposed that. I don't know. Did you guys see that, that information at all? I didn't, I didn't say anything, anything about that. No. Um, I, I saw a post that, that, that suggested as such. And, and so I was very, I was very interested in that. Um, but as far as the offensive line is concerned, I, I, I believe that we're going to be uh, just fine in that respect. Um, I, I think Jackson coming over is going to be is, is, is going to be a, 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 you know, a, um, a, a positive. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we've made a we've made a a, um, you know, the last probably two or three years has been our M.O. to just make do with what we have and, and, and get it going as the season progresses, um, we don't have a Dallas offensive line or a New England offensive line. We ne- we never have, you know. But you know, it, we're we're gonna have to see. I believe we're gonna we're gonna make do with, with what we have, and we've we've made a couple of moves to to get the offensive line going. Um, I, I my for me, the jury's out on the offensive line. To be completely honest with you, I'm I'm my I I can't really give a real honest opinion on on what we have with the offensive line in that respect. Brian Solak, you happy with the offensive line? Fifth round pick for Gabe Jackson was the key addition. I'm not happy with it. I don't. I mean, Gabe Jackson is going to be much better, I think, than who's that offensive guard that just uh, Mikey Potty? I think because Mikey Potty can stay healthy. That he's pretty much replacing him. But I don't think we did enough to fix the problem. But hmm. I guess only time will tell. We'll see what happens. All right, Matt Page. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, rebuttal. No, 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 no. Go ahead, please, please. I'll, 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 I'll jump in after the next one. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just gonna say, uh, um, Russell, Russell Wilson wants uh, greater say in team matters. Matt, will you please give Russell Wilson greater say in team matters? No, no. Sorry. Oh, no, not at all. Not unless you're willing to renegotiate your contract, and he hasn't shown he's willing to do that. At which point, shut up and 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 stay in line. You're paid ridiculous amounts of money. Show up and play. I'm, oh I'm sorry. I, if you're willing to work with the team and show up and 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 talk and not snipe via the media, um, I don't know how much of that was really true and how much was hyped by the media. But there there was definitely some. There's definitely been some unhappiness between the two, between Russell and and uh and pete but you settle it behind closed doors and and like a man and uh you know i mean it's because it's between you and, and your coach but the the reality is, is you're not willing to, sh- to to take pay cuts or readjust or re you know really get involved that way then how how much say, say should you really have i mean I, I i i get his frustration and speaking to the uh, offensive line, I think the offensive line is a piece of junk, and I think it's probably maybe going to be the 25th, 26th ranked in the league again this year. I'm really no. unhappy with the center. 
I really don't. I'm not that high on on the dude we got from Las Vegas. Uh, I do like some of the uh, the depth picks that we made up the the uh, the what sixth round. Do we get him Stone Forsyth out of Florida? That's we Stone Forsyth. He's yes. he's an entry. He's an interesting depth pick. Uh, some of the guys we got on the undrafted. Um, I'm definitely interested from the uh, the kid from Montreal. Um, there's a few other, there's a few others in there, but, uh, the reality is I think overall we may have improved our depth and we may have better health this year, but the talent is not there. Uh, other than, other than our right tackle and our right guard, uh, the rest of the line is empty in my mind. Seems to me like, left tackle seems good. to me like the soul Cal Seahawks. Left tackle, right guard. Well, I, I, Rob I, disagrees I, with I, you. I, I would wonder, yeah. I would wonder our offensive line, it, to, to your point, with the, with a talent level, with relation to oh I'm sorry let, let, let me let me figure out what I'm trying to say here if we if we compare talent level to the depth we certainly don't have the best offensive line in the league but we had some depth of pretty of average to maybe even possibly above average um, talent level um, Gabe Jackson coming in I think he's going to be good Damian Lewis played right guard last year right. Yes, and I love him. I think he's All right, great. So, so Damian Lewis is still with the team. So I I think that we have some we we have we have a, we have a, a we're steadfast there. Resigning Ethan Posick, what do you feel about that? Is I guess the question. Because, Matt's not a fan. You know, Matt's not a fan of that. I would have kicked him into the curb and walked away. And there was, ah. there was at least three high quality, top of the line centers uh, I- I available this off season, and we didn't make a lift a finger for any of them. And we brought back who, by the way, Mr. Posick was rated the I think the twenty sixth or twenty seventh rated ta- or twenty, it might even be lower than that uh, center in the game last year, and we made no attempt to improve there. I'm center is incredibly important to the line and. The fact that we aren't addressing it. I don't, I don't know if they made no attempt. I just don't think they could have afforded a half yeah, a decent Yeah, that's center. exactly what I was going to say. I don't know if we could afford to replace Posick. Because Posick, sure I think Posick did his, I think Posick did as good as he we could have expected him to do. Um, there was a couple of games where Posick just got blown out. Like, the, I think one, it was the first or the second Niners game where he just got just destroyed. Um and and it and it was like okay we got to do something about Posick but Posick he was still I think better he held his own most of the season most of the season he held his own he was still I, better I'm than sure it was the Niners game he got he got killed he got killed in yeah. one of the Niners games if I'm not mistaken he he was still better than Joey Hunt so he was better than Joey Hunt he was better than <laughs> jo- right he was better than Joey Hunt Joe you know what uh, and and that, now that you say Joey Hunt I think that might have been the guy I'm thinking about Joey Hunt got destroyed yeah maybe that was the season before <laughs> like I remember Joey Hunt getting destroyed in a Niners game I, I would but, say I would say that Ethan Posick is mediocre to average somewhere in that frame I just don't know Matt like where were you gonna get somebody how about Rodney Hudson from, how much from did the he... Vegas the Vegas Raiders who traded him about a day before they traded us what was the, the cost what, what was the draft cost uh, the draft cost was uh, the Raiders sent Hudson and a, and a seventh round pick for a third in return. Okay, maybe I would have liked Corey that. Lin- Corey Lindsay was on the free agent market, and yeah, we probably couldn't have afforded him. That is true. He's far and away the number one center in the game. Uh, and there was uh, there was another dude who was available too. The um, uh, the Falcons uh, old old uh, center went somewhere. Okay, you know I might have I might have traded a third for him to be honest, but you know what? Let's take a look at our 
picks here. Speaking of third round picks, um, we got we got uh, Dwayne Eskridge, Trey Adams, Stone Forsyth. Of, That's a great name. Uh, can, I, can I? Can I? Sounds can like I a Civil War quick, Civil War commander. What's that? It's Trey Brown, not Trey. Can I correct you real quick? It's Trey Brown, not Trey Adams. Trey Adams played for your Huskies, I thought. Yeah, and you know, any chance I can bring up a Husky and uh, wish that he was on the team instead of <laughs> anyway? Um, <laughs> no, you're right. It's Trey Brown. I, I I had Huskies on the mind. Maybe that's that was. But anyway, um, <laughs> let's get back to the original point though. Is uh, I know we did a breakdown of these players, but we didn't get it from uh, Rob English, our Seahawk expert. And I just want to see what you think about these picks. So, so hit us first with Trey Adams. What do you think? Or Trey Brown. Trey Brown. My apologies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you you think of Trey Brown? Rob? Oh, he thinks. Oh, 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 you're talking about me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Throwing it to you. (laughs) Throwing it to me. Um, Brown, um, you know, I want to see more, um, but uh, when I look at when I look at the, the the corners that we have now, you know, there was a whole bunch of mix and mess thrown in with the whole possibility of bringing back uh, Mister Mister. You don't 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 talk about me, you know, himself, um, uh, Richard Sherman. You know, there's all this all this nonsense you know brought in right and it's it, it, it's it's come to this point now where maybe it won't happen but um between him and um what was the the young incumbent that that we had last year uh, his name is escaping me right now um shaquille uh, uh griffin shaquille griffin no 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 griffin no not griffin no the uh the um come on guys help me out the the, the young the, the who came from san francisco um Oh, uh, for, uh, DJ, DJ, uh, DJ, DJ, DJ Ford or whatever. Reed, Reed, DJ Reed. DJ Reed, thank Reed, you. Reed, Reed, Reed. Okay. It worked out uh, pretty well. He's, yes, it worked out very well. Um, and so I'm looking at that. I'm looking at Trey Brown, who looks to be that he's he's a um, a strong player at the corner position. Um, I, from from what I've seen, he he, he play he plays the bump well. Um, I he's not as He's not as tall as I would like to see as a Seahawk corner. I, I, I'm I'm it's having a, a little bit. Well, you and yeah, Carol, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. He's a prototype Seahawk corner, right? Because yeah. we we had that, you know, I, you know, and and I I'm the first one to tell people, listen, forget about the Legion of Boom, like forget about yeah. it. Yeah. That, yeah. that that defense is gone, right? But you know, when I look at when I look at how great that team was, because we had large tall strong players at the corner position which is unorthodox for the corner position but we did so well at it you know we did so well at having those type of players it, it was almost it was almost opposite where where you know you have smaller guys at corner and big guys at bigger guys at safety we kind of had the opposite right it was kind of vice versa um and, and, and we did so well you know in that in that respect um I look at Trey Brown my way. He's a little bit smaller than what, than what the, the Seattle prototype corner might be, but he but he looks strong. So I'm I, I'm 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 looking at him as what we've seen um, the, the last year or two. He should be able to walk into the system um, and play that stronger corner position. Um, 
is is he he's he's not is it's not going to be a, a, a you know a, a reemergence of the of the Legion of Boom. That's not going to happen. But I think if he can stay on top of routes um, and and tackle well, I think that that's really all we really need. And then moving forward, if we see anything better than that, you know, then we can we can talk about that at a later time. But um, yeah, I'm I'm you know I'm ultimately undecided on how Trey Brown is. But he look he looks strong though. Matt Brian, why why can't we get the Six foot three cornerbacks like we used to. They're not there. Sorry. They, they don't exist. <laughs> yeah, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not there. They're not there. <laughs> well, I think I think part of that has to do with I think part of that has to do with other teams saw our success and are taking the few that exist. There's, yeah, there's yes. that, but it's also. I yeah. mean, the reality is, is we need. Yeah, I, I like what Rob said about about the Legion of Boom. We need. We need to stop living in the shadow of the Legion of Boom. That was, what, 10 years ago now or something ridiculous. It was a long time ago in terms of football. Right. And we need, to, we need to stop looking at our at our secondary as comparing it to that. There was an unreasonable, unreal, you know, once-in-a-lifetime mesh of, of amazing talent, amazing size, amazing just domination. And, you know, the guys that we're putting together now could be a perfectly good top five unit potentially with, if, if everything lines up and, and I'm not saying they will be, but I'm saying they, they have the potential and that that's perfectly fine. Okay. Uh, so basically, great. basically Rob and Matt, the two hippies are saying, let it go, man. <laughs> like just let the groove get into you and get whatever good cornerback you can get. I think I agree, but okay. What do you guys think of Dwayne Eskridge out of Western Michigan? Wait, 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 hold on. Give me, give me a second here, Abe, yeah. because Abe just said, yeah, I, I kind of agree, but he, he, he just glossed over that real <laughs> fast. Like he didn't, he didn't want to actually admit that he agrees with us. And I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. Abe, yes. Abe, I, I want you, I want you to, to lay it on the line uh-huh. right now that you agree with us. One hundred and ten percent. So I used to watch. I used to watch Trey Brown out of Oklahoma on TV, <laughs> and you know what he reminds me of. Uh, for those of you listening to our podcast a couple of weeks ago, he reminds me of Jordan Babineau because although he doesn't, he's not a shutdown cornerback. I saw him make big plays in big games, and if you can give me a Jordan Babineau, if that's what Trey Brown is, I'm all for it. I don't give a damn about his size. Big play, Babs. Would love it. Yeah. I would love that. Yep. Corner or wide receiver Dwayne Eskridge. What do you guys think? Solak, you first. I, oh, Solak, okay. Wait, wait, who, who I, you, you go ahead. I'll go <laughs> real quick. I'll go real quick. I I think that was a, a I mean we a couple weeks ago we discussed it, but I think it was kind of a reach. I think he's gonna he's got potential, but I I see him coming in as a four or five receiver, and I think he'll be returning kicks for us, but I don't see him making a big difference this year. So that's my two cents. How about you, Rob? You know, I watched what well, after we drafted him because, you know, first of all, Seattle's, um, Seattle's <laughs> draft was, was interesting <laughs> to say the least. I mean, we didn't have much going on <laughs> all, all weekend. Right. So, 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 I mean, it gave us the opportunity to really look deeply into everybody we drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I look at, at, at Eskridge, I see a slot receiver who runs routes very well, and particularly the slant route um, and and the comeback route. Like, but even more than the comeback route, the slant route, the guy has gasoline. 
like literally in his in his in his cleats. And and I saw his ability to catch the ball and just turn and just run away from people. Um, if he if he's able to reproduce what he was able to do on the on the collegiate level, even in I mean a a, a, a quarter of what he was able to do on, on in the collegiate level in in the in the professional level, I think we have a real big deal there. Um, I saw you know, video after video of this guy running slant routes. I, I imagine you guys probably saw it too. Yeah, my slant notes, my notes, yeah. my notes here, Rob. Slant route. <laughs> my notes here, Rob. Slants. My notes yeah, here were. My notes here were. He only runs two routes. <laughs> he runs, yeah, the comeback in the slant. Right? Yeah, <laughs> comeback in the slant. Right. Yeah, that that that's correct. <laughs> yeah. That, that, was, that was it. And I want everyone listening to know that we haven't, we didn't rehearse this show. So we're not, we, didn't, we didn't plan this. It's the comeback in the slant. That dude runs the comeback in the slant. When he runs that slant, they can't catch him. When he runs that comeback, he catches the ball, he turns, and he misses that first guy, and he runs away from everybody else. I'm glad. I, I'm glad. I'm glad I can do yeah. this. I'm glad we agreed on that. But I'm even happier, more ecstatic that I can ask you this question: How often do the Seahawks run the slant? Oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might see that in the new with the new offensive hopefully and a philosophy. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm if Carol, if Carol stops passing game, where they actually have they use Robert Woods in that role. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely right over the middle, quick slants, and it's very effective. And Eskridge, look, he's a yards after after catch guy. That's what he is. But, That's why he's a really great returner. But Carol, space with the ball. But Carol needs to stop meddling. Well, that's the problem. That's why I'm hesitating in my judgment because I don't know how much, <laughs> how much uh, Carroll will let them do. You know, how, will he let Russ cook? You know, whatever. You know, whatever. Right. However you want to put it. Yeah. Uh, don't start that again. Don't start that again. <laughs> no, my point is, is, my point is, how much he'll let them he'll let them do his do uh, the opposite of what his what he wants to do, which is the conventional ground and pound and control the game. Yeah. And we don't have the running backs to do that or, or the offensive line to do that right now. So, yeah, we're building a different team. Uh, Rob brought up Richard Sherman. Solak, you want Richard Sherman back? Uh, if, if it comes cheap, like two or three million, I'll take him back. Um I know this is a little bit off the topic, Richard Sherman, but there's rumors out there. Stefan Gilmore is available. Would you guys take him for a one-year deal? Ooh, from the I Patriots? saw that too. Mm-hmm. I saw that too. I did not see this. I did. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, I don't. I don't know how real Seven it million. is, but I did see the Stefan Gilmore uh, talk, and um, I mean, I mean, we we already know Richard Sherman. We know Richard Sherman. Now we know Stefan Gilmore is, is, at, if I were gonna say, I'm not sure that even I'm not even sure the word to use, but we could say that Stefan Gilmore was in the same realm in as same, Sherman yeah. at their at their prime. Top right? five, top best, five. They're their yeah. best. Their best yep. at their best. They're 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 comparable, right? Um, yep. So if you had to pick between one or the other, I would certainly take Sherman, but you know. Gilmore has Gilmore was the MVP, was he not? Was he not? So you know, um, I would I would I would not like I would not mind having Sherman back. Matter of fact, I would love to have Sherman back, even if 
we had to take a step back at the cornerback position just to have him on the team. Cause I think that step back would only be a, a, a small step back because they have to, Sherman there with his knowledge and expertise to give the, to give the real education to the players in the secondary position from Richard, Richard Sherman with the, our defensive, um, our, our defensive, uh, um, concept you know i i would love to have it i would love to have it i would be willing to even deal with not being as good as we could be just to have a sherman back i really would that's just me because i love that guy right on matt i think he would i think he would definitely add uh some value as as the veteran you know teaching the rookies and and everything and 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 you know if he'd be willing to accept a you know a cheaper deal than because he's not no longer what he once was he's a little step slower and everything if he's willing to do that, I'd absolutely entertain the idea. Matt Page, are you extending Jamal Adams? Jamal Adams. I You as the GM. You as the GM. I want to. My problem is. It. Don't say it. He's a linebacker. Don't say it. I said no, don't I, say I, it. <laughs> I said don't say it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, would, I would extend him. But I, I think I think before you do that, you need you, you need to commit to a role for him. And the problem is, is that he's they they don't really have a, a set role. Like he's all over the place. Pick a spot, try, you know, stick him in that role and keep him there. And and I disagree. I can't disagree with you more about this. I, I, I disagree. Yeah, I think the role I'd put him in is linebacker. And in linebacker, he would be able to be all over the field. He would be pass rushing, and he would be defending some, you know, I'll, some of the, I'll accept, the corner coverage. I'll, I'll accept if you just want to go with, like, nickel most of the time and have him as a rover back. I would say that, but you cannot put him in linebacker. Even though even though he plays kind of in that, in the box, he, he's going to get run over. You just, yeah, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. I mean, because if you if you if you call him a linebacker, that means you have to you have to accept the fact that at some point he's going to get hit by a tight end, and at some point he's going to get hit by a ta- uh, a tackle, and he's not going to be able to get get out of that, that out of that block. Now, now, Jamal Adams, Cam Chancellor. Okay, we 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 always talk about Cam Chancellor at this at the strong safety position, right? And and Cam Chancellor was far and above better than anyone we could ever even dream to have. I mean, outside of Cam Chancellor, who who have we ever have, and who have we have since that was ever even close? Eugene Robinson, Kenny Easley. Yeah. Understood. Understood. You mean in the question? You mean that anybody listening to this podcast would remember from the last fifty years? Yes, absolutely. I I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Let me ask you a serious question though: Was Kenny Easley as fearful as as as, not fearful as feared? Was Kenny Easley as as feared? Yes, as Cam Chancellor. Yes, he was. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. I, 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 there, I, I would, I would, I would debate that with you. And you gotta, you gotta remember, wrong. you gotta remember back in those, in those eras, you could do WWF clotheslines 
on receivers over the middle, <laughs> and it wasn't the problem. This is true, yep. but that, oh, that, that, yeah. that, that's exactly my point, though, because Cam Chancellor, Cam Chancellor did it in the league where you couldn't do those things. Cam Chancellor did it in the league where you, there was all the rules that said you couldn't do this and, and couldn't do that. And they even when he was doing it within the rules. So, and he did, but they still did not want to go across. The, you name me one receiver that wanted to go across the middle against Cam Chancellor, even with the rules. No. Okay. Well, you know what? We need to move on. I mean, <laughs> the only thing I can think of is like, there's, there's a meme that goes, okay, boomer. And this one, I just want to say, okay, millennial, you know, like, Wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Let, I'll just, Wait, are you are you tying me into the you're calling me a millennial? You're tying me into the millennial. You sound like a millennial right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. All I, right. No, there's no point. There's no point in arguing because, like, uh, and I say this on this podcast <laughs> all the time, it's impossible to compare different eras you because the rules yeah, are so right. different. Like, true. You you bring up Very a good true. point. The, yeah, but. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, we're arguing who our favorite Seahawk is, like basically. <laughs> Pretty much. I I like Norm Johnson. You know. Oh hey. hey no, hey, Steve Hauschka is better. Um, Ryan Blaze, show me Galloway. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking about extending contracts, uh, what about Dwayne Brown, guys? No, keep him. He's keep him. Average self. Okay, so like you go for you go first. <laughs> Average shelf life on offensive lineman is what three and a half years, and, and he's been around for a long time. And I think he's on the, he's a good player. And he's been, the rest of his career, he's gonna be a good but not great player. And I, I maybe a two year deal. But I would give him tops. I wouldn't give him a you know long term extension. I, it's, no, I know we have issues on the offensive line, but there's there's got to be someone out there moving forward. He's thirty five years old right now. He turns 36 before the season starts. And he's an offensive lineman, so he's taking a lot of pounding. I, I, I would yeah. – I, I do a year-by-year year basis at most. I love the guy. He's very, very good at what he does. Uh, but there's a point here where your body can only take so much. Hey, he seemed to do pretty fine to me last year. That's that's fine and dandy, but my point is, is he's getting uh, to the point where he's not going to be as reliable anymore. Where where do you get another person like him? The draft. You mean the one where we had only three draft picks? Yeah, you, yeah. you got to be smarter <laughs> about it. Well, you got you got to not Maybe trade get a draft pick for an offensive lineman when you only had yeah. four picks to begin with. That this is a very weird fun. draft for us. I got it's a very weird. <laughs> well, it wasn't weird for us, but it was weird in general. I mean, we had three. We had th three true picks, right? Three or four? What three? Three. We had three on uh, when we began. Three. That's yeah. crazy. We traded even for, down, the, even for the Seahawks. Even for the Seahawks, that was crazy. Yeah. Yep. Even for the because we 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 we've made a we've made a, a business out of having unorthodox draft you know, you know, draft picks and, and draft draft sessions. Like we, we, we Seahawks doing crazy things, trading trading this guy here, there, whatever. Even this year was even even this year was like crazy for the Seahawks well, because we do here, wild stuff. Here's a weird stat. Uh in the Snyder era, the GM Snyder, um we averaged nine picks per year. And so, so, we, wow. because we trade down. It's yeah, and, right. Yeah. So that 
average probably went down um, <laughs> this yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. This year was was weird. Again, even for the Seahawks, this but you year said, was weird. But so. Rob, you said sign Dwayne Brown. No, yeah, absolutely. No, keep uh, – uh, okay, outside of Dwayne, Dwayne Brown, where is our tenure? Where is our where is our lineman on the offensive line that has been there doing their thing for a long time with 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 a long history of of good you know uh, uh, results out, out, out of a player at that position? Where, where outside of Brown, who's next? We had Iupati, but not anymore. But we don't have. But he's gone. So no one. So yeah. so today, today, who do we have? We who's have. The next, who's the next most senior guy on that line? Is it our right tackle? It must be our right tackle. Okay, so my point is, it's Brown. Is the point is the point I'm trying to make is Dwayne Brown is the guy. Keep Dwayne Brown. Even uh, keep Dwayne Brown, even if he isn't even the best at his position, because he's the best for the Seahawks at that position. That's where I feel. That, 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 that's where I feel with Dwayne Brown. Keep well, Dwayne Brown and let him come in and, and do what he does. He, he, was, he was the best. Look, when Dwayne Brown was signed, it was like, we are, we, are, we are bringing in the savior for the Seattle Seahawks offensive line. We shan't change that narrative only two years after the fact. We shan't change that narrative. He's still one of the best tackles in the league. I don't think anyone's disagreeing with you. I think, I think it's just the, the reality is you don't sign him to like a five-year deal or something at this age. He's how old? He's Help turning 36 35. before the season starts. 36 before the season starts. Okay, so what's the market got? What, what does the market have for us? There's not much well, there. and that's that's this season. It's talking about extending after this season. Okay, so again, what does the market have for us? There's not much. There, there's nothing there. <laughs> all, right, all right, so you, you got to work with unless, you got, unless, right? Unless you think Stone you Force roll the dice or stick with what you got. Unless you think Stone Forsyth or Demarcus Christian or Demarcus Christmas is going to do something. Well, I think it's too early to make that judgment. We don't know what the free agent market's going to look like next season, right? We're talking right. about right. a guy who's already signed for this season. So why, right. why are we even worrying about? next year because yeah. he'll cost I, because I, I he'll like, cost I, I, less I have, I have i have not had a problem with dwayne brown's yeah. uh his 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 production yet exactly so with that in mind sign him and keep him playing and once additionally, we have to have a once we have a show like this where we're talking about how dwayne brown isn't performing then i'll change my narrative <laughs> but until that point then until that point i'm not even talking about it and i need to answer i need to answer matt's question the answer yeah. why you would extend him is because he would cost less than a man 10 years younger than him to to extend and you can lock that position down for another two three years now like like you said you know he's getting older obviously but there's some offensive linemen, you know, uh, that two to three years I'm, I'm on board, but I'm just yeah. saying don't yep. long-term. Okay. All right. Speaking of, speaking of, um, real quick, real quick linemen go longer than every other position though. Don't they? Except for punter. I think Outside so. Outside of punter linemen go longer than every other, maybe position. quarterback, quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback. Yeah. Every Thanks. once in a while you get a quarterback that goes long. Right. But line probably in, in order of, in order of operations, right. You probably go linemen, 
Kick, kicker, Hunter, lineman. Hunter, lineman, quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's go. Let's move on to the other side of the line. Uh, let's talk about a couple guys. Uh, Daryl Taylor, who might be going to the Leo position, and Alden Smith and Robert and DK. Um, Solak, let's start with you. Do you have any thoughts about any of those three guys? Uh, Daryl Taylor, I mean, we haven't seen him on the field yet. I'm excited to see what he's got to bring us. And being at the Leo position, he seemed to be, from what I've read, they're, they're real high on him succeeding there. And I, I can't wait to see what he brings to us. Um, Alden Smith, real quick. If it's Alan Smith who played last year for Dallas, I think we, it's a great sign. Otherwise, like you said in your question, we're grasping at straws. And the other guy, Nicecki or however you say it, he's always injured. I think he'll get cut. Ndichke. Okay, thank you. Don't thank me. Thank you. Uh, anyway. I want to make a note, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been reading about uh, Taylor. They're, they're uh, with the um, – the mini camp. They were talking. They're apparently they're going to try and moonlight him as uh, the Sam linebacker. Yeah, the Leo. I'm in that role. That's that's what we're talking about. Well, it's it's a little different than the Leo. Uh, yeah. I the article I was reading was the Leo position, which is that uh-huh. which is that Sam linebacker, Sam linebacker, which drops down in passing situations onto which the def- onto the defensive line. Right. No. no they're so they're talking about so him in the, the, in the pa- right is where the is where they're talking about putting him. Yeah, and then he drops down to the line on he, he's more of a Bruce Irvin than he is a KJ Wright is what with what, what they're doing. Leo Leo yes. you're typically talking about on the left side outside, right? Yeah. On we're talking about a Leo. Yeah. Theoretically. Right. Well, weeks. We'll <laughs> <laughs> the point is <laughs> The, the last couple of years. Do you see him succeeding is the question, Matt, yes. with the change I, of position. I, I like, I like what I see, uh, I like what I saw of him, what, what, what little footage I've seen mostly out of college, uh, obviously, because I haven't really been able to see him in, in camp. Um, but, uh, I, I like, I like him as a prospect. I'm excited to see what he can, what he can contribute. Um, really looking forward to it. Uh, regarding, Alden Smith, I have serious concerns. I was hoping that his days of irresponsibility were were behind him, but apparently they're not. So I'm concerned about adding him to the team and and the roster, and if he can even show up and play for us because he'll be in jail. Uh, There's that. Well, we don't know that. We don't know that. So and then because here's something that we gotta we gotta keep in mind is like with the whole uh, Aaron Donald situation. everybody was quick to say Aaron Donald's terrible. He shouldn't punch that guy out. Well, it turned out that guy that he punched out was annoying him and wouldn't leave him alone. <laughs> and I'm, would, I'm sorry. Right. Some well, people hey, deserve to get mind, punched out. In, hey, with that in mind, I should have pushed out Abe a long time ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and there's always, there's always, uh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be the guy, first. But, hey, no, it's cool. He's good at linebackers. So let's look the other way. Um, but no, I, I just want to say like, I, there's no, there's no evidence still, that allegedly it's still, it's alleged, know, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. So it's yeah, still, it's still allegedly, it's still, there's potential charges. He's, he's, you know, it, it, it legally has yet to be worked out and we can't really make a judgment until there's any kind of, you know, formal legal action taken. So, so until that point, he's just the best linebacker to ever play football. 
No, I'm talking about Alden Smith. But yeah. Oh, oh okay. I think I'm talking about Ray Lewis. I'm convinced Ray Lewis, uh, Ray Lewis killed. <laughs> oh no, I was talking about Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald punched. A guy. We're all talking about different players. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't Ray Lewis kill a guy? Never mind. I'm sorry. Allegedly. Did, allegedly. Did he kill a guy? Wait, but, but hey, look, like, hey, a jury of his peers proved that he apparently did not. So we have to go with that. He's really good at linebacker. True. And true. We really want, we really hey, want to keep something. But no, what, what we but do know about Ray Lewis, what we do know about Ray Lewis is that he has an amazing on field dance coming out of the locker room, coming out of the tunnel. And it's a good dance. And he has, he has an amazing on coming on the field dance, and the jury of his peers did not prove True. that he killed somebody. True. That's what and we know. But 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 he has a bionic arm. But what I wanted to what I wanted to say though is like I I just want to warn about the Alden Smith thing. This could have been some sucker that thinks he can be famous. Actually, it might have been a woman, but you know, like. Um, he allegedly choked a victim unconscious during a confrontation inside a coffee house. Yeah. The incident was well, captured on camera. Yep. Well, hey, when you choke somebody, you're not choking them to fucking make them. Oh, I, I said a bad <laughs> word. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I, that's the first time I've ever done that. That's the Water, first time I've ever done that. Water, so, so why do you choke? Why do you choke people out, Rob English? Tell us. <laughs> I've never done that before. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, but no, no. It's it's okay. It, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> when you're choking somebody, you're not trying to do it to make them feel good. That's all I'm saying. Know, all I'm why saying. are we discussing the degree to which you choke people? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that question went off the rails. Let's move on. Let's move on. If I want a defensive yes. lineman. I want the kind of defensive lineman. Reel it back in here. Real that will really choke someone out and like really good because that means they'll be really good at being a defensive lineman. I think we need to be more sensitive. <laughs> To the world situation right now and move on um yeah. julio jones julio jones might be going to san francisco what do you guys oh, think uh, rob <laughs> <laughs> so okay so we're gonna pass over the whole israel conflict yeah, we're just right? gonna we're, move on yeah let's move past israel okay yeah, julio yeah, yeah. Jones. <laughs> julio jones. <laughs> let's let's try not to solve world problems just uh nfc okay, west right, nfc right. west let's problems just it, let's just keep it a football yeah. um is um <laughs> I almost said Israel. See, see, I'm I'm lost. I'm lost. Uh, Julio Jones. Julio, Julio Jones, the <laughs> Atlanta fast. Falcon, longtime Atlanta Falcon. Um, you know, there was talk about San Francisco. Honestly, I feel like probably New England. It only makes sense. It only makes sense for New mm, England, yep. right? I mean, um, that's what Belichick does, gets guys who have you know, who, who are certainly still within their prime of of you know, coming out and, and putting up big numbers. Sure. And, but uh, um, I want to stick know. to the, I want to stick to the NFC West, Rob. What, what do you think if he goes to San Francisco? He's not going to San Francisco. Oh, okay. Like, gotcha. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, that, no, that there's, there's, there's no way. Um, I see him going to Frisco. Um, uh, the, 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 the reason I would say that is because he said himself that, he wouldn't want to go to Dallas because he wants to go someplace where he can win. And I don't see Frisco being a place where he can win. Matt, I, 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 Matt's uh, ears are probably steaming right now. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'll give him his chance. I'll give him his chance. But I'm going to say this. Frisco is not going to win next year or the next year. Mm. Frisco's not. No, no, no. Not, not at all. No, no. Fris, it, it's going to be Seattle and Los Angeles in the NFC West. Frisco is going to be a six to eight win team for the next at least couple of years. Uh oh. And, what's your wife yeah, have to absolutely. say? What's your wife have to say about that? 
Oh, the wife, the wife is in another room right now. And if she was in front of me right now, she'd be looking at me staring daggers through my eyes. Yeah. After but... the show, after the show, when they sit down to dinner, there'll be a different story. Yeah, oh yeah, honey. Okay. Yeah, there'll be a 12 on team. So when I when I text one or the other of all of you and I say, hey guys, um, I'm in a, a bit of a domestic dispute. You, you, you can go ahead and assume that I am you can go ahead and assume that I'm the victim in, in that in that dispute. Okay? Um all right. But Matt, you're you're probably in disagreement with this, right? I am in huge disagreement with this. First of all, if Julio Jones goes to the 49ers, you might as well give him the uh, the the trophy right then and there. That that's a, oh, that's, get that's, out of town, get Super out of town, done right there, game over. Get out of here. Without Julio Jones, San Francisco right now is 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 the strongest team in the division, top to bottom, absolutely. What? Yes, they were hit <laughs> heavily with injuries. Last that's week. right, folks. You did not hear you did not hear Rob on your on your podcast. You actually heard his voice all the way from California. Yeah. <laughs> Travel over the <laughs> Hit that high of a pitch. <laughs> carried all the way. Bounced off the ionosphere. That's how ludicrous that Seattle. statement was. The Niners are the nope. strongest um, in the West. Are you oh, boy, Rob. I don't know about that. Followed by the Rams. Followed by the, the Seahawks. That's my wow. I think, I Rob, you might have some bias. You might have some bias about Listen, the- I, 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 I have, I have just, just the most, the most just difficulty just acknowledging the lack of understanding, the, the lack of, of, of understanding isn't the word, the lack of confidence in our, and I say our at this point, I say our very lightly. Because I, I I think I'm talking to a bunch of Seahawks fans on this podcast. When I say our lightly, how I have there's such a lack of confidence confidence in okay. our team, where the Seahawks were the the division champions just one year ago. Granted, COVID played such a role in everything. I'm not going to take that away at all. But the Niners. Given the same situation that basically every other team was in, they didn't make it happen. They didn't make it happen. Coming into this season, every team is going to have the same situation that every other team happened. Every other every other team has the playing field is equal across the board. The Niners didn't make it happen. The Seahawks did. The Rams did. Why are we going to assume? That the Niners are gonna all of a sudden all make sudden. magic happen out of nothing where they didn't the previous the year before. Not, I'm not buying that, man. I'm not buying that. What's gonna happen this year is the Seahawks are gonna do what they did last year, if not better. The Rams are gonna be right there. The Niners are working to get themselves better. Now, if they maybe overtake the Rams. Sure. If they give the Seahawks a little bit of an argument, okay, I'll accept that. But just walking in and just taking over the whole room, no, sir. No, so, sir, not a chance. Okay, I'm not a betting man, but I'm, I just went to Bally's, who, by the way, just bought out Fox Sports. Um, but when I go to Bally's uh, off of Vegas Insider, you know, I'm looking at the odds. San Francisco plus 115, Seahawks plus 225 as far as NFC West title odds. I mean... the the experts are kind of picking San Francisco. Yep. The Rams are up there too. I mean, it's 
The 49ers were devastated by injuries last they year. They were devastated and, oh, by injuries. Guys, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Back. All those guys are coming back, and that defensive line is insane. And that 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 offense is nuts. And Why do we just, go ahead and assume that the Seahawks are subpar? I'm asking you. Well, we're not saying. Hang on. Why, why do no, we I'm assume not the Seahawks are subpar? You are though. You are saying that. Are a better uh, team. That's all I'm saying. No, you, you are. You are admitting. You are right <laughs> here in this moment. You are admitting that your favorite team is subpar to this a division rival. Why? Because there has been no evidence up to this point that that is the case. How have That's we gotten all that better? I'm saying. How have we gotten better in the offseason? We really that, have. That is, a non, that is a non sequitur, sir. Both that is a non sequitur. How have we gotten be above how us? Have, have. How have we gotten better is only a, 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 an answer that we're going to, a question that we're going to be able to answer after the fact. So we're not going to be able to make the determination at this moment. All we can go based on is what we did yesterday, no, what we no, have no. today, and what we have forward to look forward tomorrow. <laughs> That's not how projections <laughs> work, Rob. <laughs> That's exactly how they work. What do you mean? Well, we're okay, not the okay, same. Edu- educate me, Abraham Deweese. <laughs> no, projections are taking a look at, yes, you do take a look at what has happened, but you also have to take a look at what, what you have lost and what you have gained. And then you have to compare that against other teams and what they have lost and gained. And I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm not saying the Seahawks are terrible. This is a hard division. The NFC West is hard. It's but not going to be easy to win it. We continue to win it. You know, that's my thing. We continue we to win it with, with, with the exception of a couple of years peppered in peppered in here and there it we is this to win this very division that's so hard is this kind of passion as to how you suckered me into thinking rashad penny was good and i will not have it <laughs> and we will move on uh, moving on you know what two of the centers that i wanted that i wanted us to get this off season that we could have improved with yeah one of them went to 49ers and the other one went to the cardinals they improved their offensive line. Okay, so I am gonna, I'm gonna, I, I, I am I'm gonna talk. At wins on the season. I'm looking at wins on the season. If, we didn't. We if, didn't break okay, okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. As soon as one or the other gets twelve wins over ours, then I'm gonna be willing to have the conversation. But as long as we're winning twelve games and the other guys are not, I'm not talking about it. But I don't want to hear. Hang it. on, hang on, Rob. Though I mean, can't, the 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 Rams looked awful when they beat us in the playoffs like we looked even worse than they did oh yeah true. it was terrible true. And, yeah, and very true very and, true and so i get a little i get a little worried about keeping up with the joneses is what is what's going on here like it and it's an arms race it is we're an arms race up. yeah and so i don't think that we're terrible i just think that like some of these other teams are catching up however i want to talk about the cardinals i think there's something missing and i think it's their head coach yeah, it's the let, coach. Let, let, uh, let me just say one yep. thing real quick, real quick, and then we can we can walk down this road. But let me just say this: we lost in the playoffs to the Rams, right? We lost to Aaron Donald. That's what we very lost. Very pathetically. <laughs> yeah, very, very pathetically, very pathetically. We split the series between between the Cardinals. Okay, we lost to the Rams in the playoffs. If you replayed that playoff game against the Rams, do you think? If you replay that game 10 times, do you think we lose that game 7 out of 10 times or even 6 out of 10 times? I, I think we win that game the majority of those games. I really do. It's the NFC West, man. These guys, 
these guys know us. NFC West is wild. It's the wild, yeah. wild West in the NFC. It's a, yeah, it's, it really it's is. Yeah. My, my, it is. The, the is, AFC, forget about it. The NFC West have, is is almost anybody's game. But at that moment in February, proved, and we haven't. In January, point. in January, January slash February, whatever. I can't remember the exact days. But I think it was January. In January, the NFC West was like. Okay, we. I mean, because we handled the Rams in that game, we beat them to go to the playoffs, to 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 to, to lock in our spot in the postseason. We handled Los Angeles. We handled them. It was like, dude, there's no way. Like the reason that the, the loss in the playoffs was so dumbfounding was because we handled them so well in that last game in the, at the end of the regular season. We handled them. So it was like, what the hell happened in the in the pre in the postseason? Yeah. So so, it, it, so mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that if you're gonna if you're gonna lean one way or the other, you're gonna lean one way that you you gotta lean to the team that has been doing it for the for the for who's been going the distance, who's but been they, going the distance. It's the Seahawks. They haven't gotten better while everyone else has. But until you dethrone. The champion. That's all right, we are all right, Ric Flair. To be the man, you got to beat the man. That's not how uh, I get it. I get it, guys. Guys, we got to move on here. My my Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> my cousin, the champion. My cousin is in Phoenix, and I just need we need to talk about. I I think their problem is their head coach because they have good players, and they somehow just keep messing it up. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I mean, look at that. And on on offense, I mean, come on. You've got a wealth of talent there. You've got a great offensive line. You've got you've, you've given the you've given this supposedly prodigy quarterback that I've never been sold on. Uh, <laughs> you know, all kinds of weapons, um, including one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Uh, and then you went and got a replacement of one of the greatest, you know, one of the greatest current wide receivers. Um, you know, yep. DeAndre Hopkins. Your defense is is your defensive line is stacked. You added JJ Watt to it this year, which just makes it even worse for us. But uh, you know they've got a, they've got a stacked team. Uh, you know talent wise, they should be right up there to, at the top of the division. The reason why no one's rating them near the top of the division is is the coach. This is his make or break year. If he doesn't if he doesn't you know win the conference, he probably gets fired. I never thought much of Klingsbury, and I I don't know why they yeah. got him and. Yeah, it's a team that has as much talent as a playoff team should have, but they haven't been in the playoffs since he's been there. James nope. Conner is going to be their uh, their their uh, their change of pace back. They got AJ Green. Uh, I mean, they've added some big names. You know, they they added Rodney Hudson, one of the centers that I, that you know that we could have traded for at their center. They, so they've improved their offensive line. They've improved their offensive uh, you know weapons. They've they've deepened their depth on their on their uh, their their uh, defense, but yeah, we're everyone's still penciling them in fourth in the division, which is insane. But it's the state of the NFC West. <laughs> it's just how it is. Brian yep. Brian Solak, uh, Tim Tebow, is he good enough to make the roster for Jacksonville? Come on, Brian, you know F- you want to no. say. <laughs> no, F- no, man, he's not. The only, the only way he makes it is. is for freaking fans or whatever. They want to get people in the stadium and he's got the number one selling jersey in the NFL. But only thing that I, from Tim Tebow that's going to make that damn team is those 
his Hulk Hogan 24-inch pythons, man. You see how ripped he got? But otherwise, Tim Tebow's not going to make that team. He's not a tight end. He, he doesn't deserve to be in the NFL. This is all a media, media player. I can't think of the right word I'm trying to say, but Tim Tebow, uh, no. 100% no. Okay, so <laughs> I should not order you that jersey then. Please don't. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I, already ordered, I already ordered one for you, Abe. Speaking of the jersey, I mean, it it, 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 it skyrocketed to the most sold jersey. Like uh, people Number are just one. buying the jersey up, like 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 it's. <laughs> it's almost like it was a PR stunt so they could make yeah. money off. <laughs> almost. Oh, I, I think. Did you hear the new report that they're going to use him in in wildcat packages and potentially the quarterback position? I, I would love uh, to see it. I I think that'd be interesting. I thought that's what he. How many teams tried to do that with him and failed? Well, they didn't try. Well, Mm -hmm. hang on. That's what he should have been a gimmick guy. uh, You know, when he got to the league. From Jump Street. Yeah. What? He should have been Taysom Hill like ten years ago. Oh no! I was just wondering about the Jump Street reference. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I from, from from Jump Street, he should have been a gimmick guy. Like that, that should have oh, been that okay. should have been his position. He, he should have been a gadget player rather than trying to make him a quarterback. Yeah, so I, I thought you were talking I'll about. Back and on what you said, I thought you were talking about Twenty One Jump Street, and I thought this was a reference to yeah, either, either either Peter <laughs> no, Deloise no. or Johnny Depp or something. And I'm no, like, no what? Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I think he's, 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 he's a Jersey seller. That's Wait, really what he is. Was Holly Robinson on that show? Holly Robinson. Yeah, Pete? She was. Oh, she wasn't. She wasn't Pete yet, but she was Holly Robinson. Oh, no, Rodney I, Pete. I yep. call Rodney Pete, uh, Mr. Holly Robinson myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the pinnacle of his life. <laughs> you know what? Rodney Pete had himself a good little career. You can't take anything away from Rodney Pete. Uh, he played for Detroit. That's a thing that happened. He played for, Detroit, thing Detroit. Thing he played for the Detroit Lions and, you know, made himself some, he, some, some money. He handed off the ball real good to Barry Sanders. I will agree with that. Right. Barry Sanders, yep. <laughs> All right, last question here. Last question. Um, uh, it's going to be name one team that's going to implode this season, the name one team that's ready to explode. You know, so underperform and overperform. Let's go ahead and start with Matt Page. Jeez, oh, oh, crap. Put me on the spot right away. Um, yeah. A team that's, that's going to underperform? Uh, how, how about a team that, do you mean like a team that we, we will expect them to be good and they'll just collapse? Or what are the parameters here? Th- that's typically what underperform means, yes. Well, because I expect the Saints to go <laughs> something like two and what, 15 now? There's 17 games. Yeah. So two and I'm expecting the Saints to go two and 15. So that's not really a, a, a shocker for a collapse. I'll I guess. still give that to you since we're at the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> they'll, they'll implode. Uh, they'll implode. Then a, yes. Then a good team that a team that people should keep an eye on. I'd I'd say the Bears. I'd say the Bears. They might yeah, Bears. they might surprise some people when they now that they have a quarterback. All right. Um, and I'm not talking about Andy Dalton. <laughs> You're talking about the guy from uh, Josh. Uh, what's talking about Justin Fields? Justin Fields, that's it. Cool. Uh, have defense, and they have they have the skill players, and you give that team an, a, a quarterback, they might they might surprise some people. Uh, Rob, what about you? Under or over performing team? One of each. Gosh, um, 
You know, I find it, I find it hard to get out of the NFC West. Um, <laughs> You're you know, stuck there, I aren't mean, you? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I really am. I'm stuck. I'm stuck in our division because I mean, it matters the most, right? I mean, when it really comes down to it's it, it's the only division that matters. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's our division that really matters because winning the division is what is what really springboards you into whatever is going to happen in the in the, in the postseason. Um, so this year, my underperformer, um, my underperformer this year, given what everyone says and what everyone thinks, my underperformer is going to be the San Francisco 49ers. No, <laughs> oh. I knew, I knew where that was going. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys? You knew that was coming. Yeah, right? we, did. we did. We <laughs> did. I'm like, wait, he know? I know where he's going with it. I was expecting yeah. a swerve, but he came right back my, to San Francisco. My, when you yeah, start, I came right. I came right back to the Niners. Where everyone else thinks it's going to go. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um as far as who's gonna overperform this year um ah uh, you know what uh jeez, i i i hate to say this but because i think that julio jones is gonna go to new england mm-hmm. i think that the new england patriots with their new quarterback i think pat uh, Mac Jones. Cam Newton's going to be done. Yeah, Mac Jones. I I think you give this young kid a real target at the receiving position with the way that that Belichick has that offense going. I think that New England could compete for the division, and I think that New England might overperform this year. Sure. Um, what oh, about you, Solak? The, Bell, the Bills. Wow. Okay. Uh, I think so. My, I think so. I have. Two for implode. Obviously, one easy pick is the Green Bay Packers. Are Aaron Rodgers not going to be there? So <laughs> they're definitely going to under. They're going to implode. And then my wild card pick is the Seattle Seahawks. I think. Ooh. Possibly the the, the off season drama and then the new offensive coordinator and Russell Wilson. Rob, issues, I, this is not me I'll, or Matt I'll, saying this. So when you down, Rob. yeah, down. <laughs> I think your I think your anger should be directed at Soul Man right now, not at us. Yes. We. <laughs> I did say in our, a couple of weeks ago we did the we picked the schedule and I said the Hawks would get like eleven or twelve wins, but I'm rethinking that I'm saying more probably eight or nine wins because I think the NFC West has just way gotten way too better than we'd have. Um, one team with a losing record. <laughs> <laughs> one team with a losing record ready to explode. I go with hate to say it, but the LA Chargers. I think they've improved their offensive line and made some other. Di- other moves there and unfortunately that former Oregon Duck guy is gonna get nine or ten wins well, in that division I think. You mean, so. you mean Justin Herbert the man who broke all the rookie records at quarterback? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey do you want to know do you want to so, know who actually broke all the rookie records for quarterback in 1993 I think it was? Rick Meyer? Is that Rick yes. Meyer? Yes. So you could have the next Rick Meyer on your hands. Um, so I am going to pick as far as uh, overachieve. Uh, I was going to go with the dolphin dolphins, but, uh, but just because of Rob, I'll say San Francisco and then um, <laughs> underachieve. It's going to be Dallas because Dallas always underachieves. They can't help themselves. That's what they do. Um, so they're really good at it. Why, they're why great. Do you always have to just like directly just go against me, Abe. I don't understand. <laughs> I feel, like it's, I feel like it's more of a thing between you and I than it is about football at this no, point. No, it's an Abraham right? thing. <laughs> All right, let's talk about... I do. 
We like to end the show on a positive note, not that negative note. And, <laughs> and we do so with shout outs. So let's go ahead and start with uh, Matt. Matt, who do you have shouting out or to shout out for this you week? You keep throwing me under the bus, don't you? Uh, you don't. Do you want to shout I'm out never, a bus? I'm never ready. I'm never ready. Why do you always I'll go, go I'll, hey, I'll go first. <laughs> okay, Rob will go first. <laughs> I'm going to go first. Time. I'm going to give a shout out because I talked a little, I, I talked a, a little bit of, you know, you know what, you know, crap and you know, whatever the, <laughs> the appropriate word is about Mr. DK Metcalf when it comes to competing in those Goodwill games or whatever, whatever games he, he, he was, he was, you know, trying to compete. You mean the for. Olympics? Well, he was, he was competing for the Olympics, right? But the, the, the game he competed in was, was it a, Whatever, whatever it was, I don't, I don't know. But he was competing against competing against world class sprinters. Yeah, that and, was the Olympic trials. Uh, right. Okay. So whatever the case it may be, um, I knew right from Jump Street that he was not going to even come close to those guys. Like I, I knew he was going to come in last. And I knew that he was not going to be close to even getting there. But um, when it, what I, I think what I when I went into it, I thought that maybe DK was maybe having a little bit more of a maybe a little more of a of a, a, a bombastic attitude toward it. But I learned later that it wasn't really the case. So I want to just give a shout out to, to, to DK Metcalf and really to the to the whole Olympic level sprinting, you know, just organization or whatever you whatever the appropriate word is yeah. for really welcoming him in and really kind of championing his his participation in that whole thing because he obviously came in dead last but but the but the numbers he came in at were uh, were, were quite amazing for an NFL player with respect to world class sprinters and um and and I thought that was was truly great and 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 after after the results and him talking about it and and the guys talking about it with him you know i, I think it was a really a, a great thing and um and i was really i was really um you know i was really uh uh, uh I, I thought it was really great to see to see how it went down so i want to give a shout out to dk metcalf and and in you know him for going going through all that and and, and all that all the, all the whole way that whole thing went down great what about you Solak? uh first i'm going to make a prediction i think this is going to be one of our most download downloadable podcasts ever <laughs> So, I'll give a shout out to you guys for that, especially you, SoCal Rob. Uh, and my shout out to former Mariner coach Lou Pinella. They announced that he has cancer. So, just thoughts and prayers go out to him in his fight for his life and hope everything works out for him. In an effort to delay so Matt can think of something, I'll go next. Uh, so, shout out. Shout out to uh, Johnny Depp, Holly Robinson, Peter DeLuise, Dustin Wynn, and Richard Grieco of Twenty One Jump Street fame, and as well uh, Twenty One Jump Street, and as well Washington's men crew who just won the national title today. Oh, sweet, nice. Hi, right, Matt. I was going to give a shout out to Seattle U baseball. They uh, they they put up a good fight and got pretty deep in the uh, the WAC uh, baseball tournament, but. For some reason, they they decided they whack decided to do Iron Man games and do like five games in one day. And uh, the late game on uh, what was it Friday or I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was Friday. Uh, yeah, they, they lost to uh, Rio Grande Valley, but uh, they, they they got up there into the semifinals, and uh, they should feel proud about how far, how far they got. 
Fantastic. Well, thank Absolutely. you. Thank you, Rob English, for joining us on the show. And thank you all, all of you out there listening to us here on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, etc. Check out all our great articles on SeattleSportsUnion.com as well. Check out all our great articles at the Everett Aquasox in their magazine at Funko Field. And as well, check us out on Facebook. Like us on Facebook and as well, We're tweet us. Likeable. Tweet us. Tweet us and Twitter us. All that good stuff on Twitter. <laughs> At Seattle we're Sports U. We'll we're, kind of, we're kind of a big deal. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Go hot.